Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining us on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. In this episode, we're going to present to you a slightly shortened show, highlighting a story that originates in outer space. It recounts a weird tale from Russian cosmonauts in 1984. The cosmonauts aboard the Soviet space station saw something highly unusual and extraordinary appearing outside of their spacecraft. And you're going to find out what they saw. But first, a reminder to check out the Paranormal Factor Podcast Facebook page. Every day, Monday through Friday, there's new paranormal and supernatural material for you to explore. Fans of the show know it's the best place to find monsters, quizzes, film, TV, and book recommendations, and current paranormal news stories from around the world. Now, on to our episode. The cosmonauts aboard the Soviet space station were tired, but they knew they were seeing something highly unusual and extraordinary appearing outside of their spacecraft. They told ground control they were seeing lighted beings that appeared humanoid in appearance with faces and bodies that seemed human, but they also had wings and halos. These otherworldly beings kept pace with the space station for 10 minutes before vanishing, and this crew would not be the only ones to see these strange beings. So what were they witnessing in the vacuum of space? Was it really space angels? Or was it something else? Well, that's the mystery we now turn our attention to. Salyut 7 was the last space station of the Salyut program, initiated on April 19, 1982 by the Soviet Union during the Cold War. It completed its mission in 1986. This station was 16 meters long and was home to six crews in total. The first three Russian astronauts, known as cosmonauts, would spend 237 days in space in 1984. They were the first witnesses to the first paranormal phenomenon that occurred on July 12, 1984. These Russian cosmonauts aboard the Soviet space station Salyut 7 were on day 155 of their mission. This was also the day the group reported seeing strange lights and beings. According to Commander Oleg Atkov and cosmonauts Vladimir Solovyov and Leonid Kazin, the first thing they observed was a strange orange glow around the spacecraft. The space station was completely bathed in a mesmerizing orange light. It was like a cloud of mysterious cosmic origin and not a gas leak, as the crew first thought. It appeared to enter from outside the space station and bled through an absolutely solid wall. For a short period of time, the orange light was so bright that it blinded the crew. When their vision returned, each one looked out the portals for the source of the light looking specifically for a possible explosion. They knew the Salyut 7 had suffered previous fires, but what the crew saw was more perplexing than the orange light. 
all of the cosmonauts reported seeing the faces of seven angels who were hovering just outside the space station. They told ground control they were humanoid in appearance. They had the faces and bodies of humans, but they also had wings and halos. These beings kept pace with the space station for 10 minutes before vanishing. By their own admission, the cosmonauts were themselves reluctant to accept the existence of the oddly angelic beings they had just seen. They concluded they were more likely suffering from some form of mass delusion due to fatigue. Maybe it was due to a problem with oxygen or brought on by fatigue from their extended space travel. Anything other than an actual encounter with alien, or perhaps even heavenly, entities. And that's what their ground control experts surmised as well. A mass delusion shared by the three cosmonauts due to fatigue. But that explanation and the self-induced denial by the cosmonauts would be put to the test 11 days later when three new cosmonauts arrived at the station and the celestial beings returned. The original crew was joined by another team of three from the Soyuz T-12 spacecraft, Svetlana Savitskaya, Igor Volk, and Vladimir Zanabekov. Shortly after joining them, the Salyut 7 was once again bathed in a warm orange light. And when they immediately looked out the portals, once again, they were joined by the same angelic beings. They were reportedly the size of an airliner, according to the cosmonauts. This incident was deemed top secret by the Soviet Union at the time, and the crew was cautioned not to speak of the event publicly. So, in July 1984, six Russian cosmonauts witnessed two separate sightings of seven giant humanoid and alien, or angel-like, winged beings. It's highly unlikely a shared or collective hallucination occurred, especially with the arrival of three new crew members. According to researcher William Henry, one of the astronauts said, what we saw were seven giant human-shaped figures, but with wings and halos like mist, as in classic descriptions of angels. Furthermore, these beings gave off a kind of energy or aura of peace and positive feelings, according to the cosmonauts. The faces of these beings were said to resemble those of humans with peaceful expressions, and the Soviets even claimed the creatures noticed them and offered distinctly radiant smiles. Well, both incidences were reported to the Soviet command station on Earth. The first instance was considered by scientists in charge as a hallucination caused by the loss of oxygen and pressure changes. But after the space angels disappeared the second time, the original cosmonauts could no longer dismiss the phenomenon as a communal hallucination brought on by the pressure of a long mission in orbit. They now shared this encounter with new witnesses, their fellow cosmonauts, all of whom, you would expect, were just as perplexed and frightened as the first set of cosmonauts days earlier. This left both the explorers and the crew at Mission Control completely baffled. And that confusion continues today as people look back and try to make sense of what happened in July of 1984. Fatigue and the stress of just being in space for extended periods of time sound like reasons one would hallucinate, right? But did the Russian cosmonauts aboard the Salyut 7 really see angelic beings? Long-term stress could certainly explain what happened to the first crew members. However, it was only a short while after the arrival of the second crew that the angels revealed themselves again. How could the second crew be suffering from the same stress of long-term space travel if they had just arrived? 
No viable explanation has been offered as to why the second sighting occurred. Soviet officials insisted the cosmonauts had a collective hallucination and the giant angels simply could not exist. Why? Well, they pointed out that the ground command center tracking the space station would have seen them as well on their monitors. Although the existence of the giant angels was denied by Soviet officials, many people believe what the cosmonauts of the Salyut 7 space station reported is true. Astronauts of any nation are highly trained in top physical condition and are emotionally and psychologically stable. They have to be to stand the rigors of space travel. The six cosmonauts who looked out of the portals all reported seeing seven angels, all resembling humans, but with wings. Each angel was reported to have been as big as a jet airliner, and each of them had a smile on their face as if trying to share some kind of familiar secret with the cosmonauts. And they were able to keep up with the movements and speed of the space station until they simply disappeared. After this strange phenomena occurred, the crew went on to record a record of 237 days in space. After the crew left the Salyut 7, it was lost in space in 1985 and began to drift. When recovered in space orbit, they found it completely dead of all electrical charge and covered in ice, but after diagnosing the problems, they were able to fix the vessel. Salyut 7 was last inhabited in 1986 by the crew of Salyuz T-15, who ferried equipment from Salyuz 7 to the new Mir space station. Between the 19th and 22nd of August, 1986, engines on Cosmos 1686 boosted Salyut 7 to a record high mean orbital attitude of 475 kilometers to forestall reentry. It underwent uncontrolled reentry with Cosmos 1686 on February the 7th, 1991, reentering over Argentina and scattering much of its debris over the town of Capitan Bermudez. And to be sure, there are others who have traveled into space and experienced some very strange happenings. The very first man in space had what might be considered a mystical experience or fantastic dream. In the first manned spaceflight in April 1961, ground control lost contact with Soviet cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin twice when he briefly fell silent and he did not answer calls. Gagarin could not recall if he passed out or fainted involuntarily. During a visit to a therapist to check his overall mental well-being, he was subjected to hypnotic regression. He was able to recall the period in which he blacked out during the flight of Vostek 1. He first saw a head, then a person floating in front of him. Gagarin did not feel fear, but could not move his arms or his legs. Then he heard a voice in his head. It said, Do not worry. Everything will be fine you'll come back to Earth. Then the person vanished. Was it a vision? Dream? Alien entity? Some researchers believe cosmic radiation and its effect on the human mind may be responsible for some of the visions experienced by astronauts. It's rumored that angelic-looking creatures often accompanied the U.S. space shuttle flights, but such information in the United States would be classified. Anyway, there's no proof of such occurrences. Scores of UFOs and other unidentified airborne objects have been spotted by astronauts of many countries since the early days of manned spaceflight. Major Gordon Cooper, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, and dozens of other NASA, 
and Russian space explorers have no doubt the Earth is being visited and observed by non-human intelligences with access to advanced technology. But as fascinating as those occurrences certainly are, the bulk of those sightings pale before the strange series of encounters reported by the six cosmonauts aboard the Salyut 7 in July of 1984. Well, in our next episode, we're going to cover one of the top cryptids. We're talking top five for sure, and you'll know his name, Mothman. As legend has it, the flying Mothman horrified countless Point Pleasant, West Virginia residents in the late 1960s. And when a local bridge collapsed, the creature was blamed for the deaths of 46 people. On November the 12th, 1966, in Clendenin, West Virginia, a group of gravediggers working in a cemetery at night spotted something strange. Go figure. They glanced up from their work as something huge soared over their heads. It was a massive figure that was moving rapidly from treetop to treetop. The gravediggers would later describe this figure as a brown human being, but unlike a human being, this thing had wings. This was the first reported sighting of what would come to be known as the Mothman, an elusive creature that remains as mysterious today as it was on the night a few frightened witnesses first laid eyes on it. And you know what? You're going to get to meet him, up close and personal, next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. That's right, it is quiz time, and here is your question. The Murfreesboro Mud Monster is what kind of creature? Is it A, a giant alligator? B, a mutated leech? Ooh. C, a blonde Bigfoot? Or D, a lizard being? Once again, the Murfreesboro Mud Monster is what kind of creature? Is it a giant alligator? A mutated leech? A blonde Bigfoot? Or a lizard being? And the answer is C, a blonde Bigfoot. Witnesses first reported run-ins with a strange creature in the 1970s. It was described as a beast that looked like an oversized gorilla and estimated to be almost eight feet tall with matted, mud-streaked white hair. During two harrowing weeks in the summer of 1973, the rural town of Murfreesboro, Illinois, became the epicenter of a terrifying series of encounters with this huge, eight-foot-tall, slime-covered creature. The monster would come to be known as the Murfreesboro Mud Monster, or the Big Muddy Monster. The first known eyewitnesses were a young couple, Randy Needham and Judy Johnson, who were parked at the foot of 23rd Street in Riverside Park near the town's old boat ramp overlooking the Big Muddy River. According to their account, Johnson claimed they were listening to the radio engaged in a debate about when they should leave. When they heard a piercing roar, Needham compared it to an eagle screeching into a microphone. It seemed to emanate from the thick underbrush not far from his car. Needham quickly shut off the radio and scanned the area, listening intently. Suddenly, another horrific shriek echoed through the night, accompanied by a rattling of brushwood in front of them. Needham flicked on his headlights and both saw a huge, foul-scented creature lumbering toward them, a creature whose very presence sent them into a panic. Covered in white hair and mud, the creature looked like a cousin to the famed Bigfoot monster. 
with glowing red eyes and yellow teeth. The creature scared the couple enough that Needham wasted no time in starting his car and accelerating away. Terrified, they went straight to the local police station. While the officers who took down Needham and Johnson's statement were understandably skeptical of the event, they did send out two patrolmen, Merrill Lindsay and Jimmy Nash, to investigate the report. Within minutes of the sighting, the officers arrived at the boat ramp in the Riverside Park area to inspect the scene. Officer Nash was the first to discover a surplus of peculiar tracks, approximately 10 to 12 inches long and approximately 3 inches wide, deeply impressed in the mud by the riverbank. Nash claimed that as he bent over to inspect the prints from a closer vantage point, he was shocked to hear a horrifyingly shrill screech nearby. Well, there would be more reports of encounters with the mud monster, and if you'd like to hear about them, check out Season 3's 10th episode, right here on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, if you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by.